to the PNW Property Podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Stella. And we're both real estate brokers here to cover various topics and questions that you may have about real estate. <laughs> what is your thorn? All right. So I just recently discovered like a month ago that Chelan County is limiting their number of Airbnbs to like 6% or something. And it's a thorn because I actually originally wanted to buy property out in Leavenworth, but now that is totally out of the question. So I think I called I called someone, his name is Michael, Michael Haas, shout out to him. Um, but he was telling me that it's not a really good idea to invest in Chelan County right now because they're sunsetting all the um, extra Airbnbs in five years. So basically they have this list and like if you're not on the list in five years, you can no longer have an Airbnb. Hmm. So if you look on Redfin, like Leavenworth in that area, there's a ton of properties on sale for like pretty cheap. And that's why Interesting. a lot of investors are offloading and um, they're not getting a lot of bites, it looks like, because there's properties on there for like weeks. That's pretty crazy, right? Because I, I would imagine that's a popular vacation rental destination. Right. So that's like kind of like the one side of the argument and saying, well, you're hurting tourism. Right. But then the people who are native to that area is saying or the local to that area are saying, well, they're driving up prices, and it's also really loud because, you know, a bunch of people are out there partying and, yeah. like, whatever. Um, yeah, so there's, like, both sides of the story, and I think the, you know, the compromise was they're only limiting to 6% of properties can be short-term rentals there. That's interesting. Yeah, I remember a few months ago I read that Chelan County had appreciated the most out of any of the counties in Washington State. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And, I mean, it's understandable why it's pretty nice out there. Yeah, it's nice, but I think the people who live there are like, They're like, get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, this is our property. Yeah. So that's kind of a thorn because, I don't know, I just kind of like that area, but now I'm not really looking there anymore, so Um, that's that. Um, My rose is also real estate related, but I think the market's slightly slowing down. What do you think? It seems like that a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's still pretty hot. It's like I mean, it's hot, hot. It's hot, hot. <laughs> no doubt, it's hot. Like, don't, don't take it the wrong way, yeah. but it's slowing down a little bit. I've been, I've been seeing some price drops more than the summer. Yeah. So, like, there's sometimes I scroll through the MLS, and I'm like, oh, like, that went down five grand. And I'm like, wow, it wouldn't have happened a month ago. So, um, yeah, it's been interesting, but I know, you know, it's, we're still hot yeah <laughs> so, things yeah. do typically like if you look at the trends over the years like things do tend to slow down at this time of year oh like, yeah because kids are back in school yeah um yeah kind of like the normal life is kind of coming back so like you know you don't have the summer to go look at houses and stuff it's not really a convenient time to move for a lot of folks so but if it is convenient for you it's a great time to start looking yeah i agree yeah i think you know you can really buy or sell any time of year um, regardless of what the trends are, mm-hmm. but yeah, cool. All right, Josh, go for it. Um, yeah, uh, neither of my Rosenthorn are real estate related this week, but, um, my thorn, uh, my girlfriend and I are trying to plan this trip to Costa Rica. She oh has, my gosh. yeah, she has like a sabbatical. So she has six oh, weeks fun. paid off, like separate from her PTO. Oh, fun. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, and we're trying to, um, I guess that's like, you would think that's my, my rose, but, uh, Oh, it's a th- <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, well, I mean, it is, but I, we we would love to bring our dog Kava. Yeah. Um, but I I was like doing some research into if that's like possible. We don't want to put her under the plane because you have to like 
put them under or something. Oh, because it's cold down there and all that. Yeah, pressure. I don't know. It yeah. just doesn't sound healthy. No. Um, so I was kind of trying to figure out if we could make her like a service animal. Yeah, that's and your best bet. Ap- apparently, like emotional support dogs are not typically allowed on airlines anymore. Oh, that was a thing back then. It was then. a thing, and I think oh. it became way too much of a thing. Because I heard it was so easy. Like, yeah. you go to your, like, psych- psychiatry or therapy person, they literally just write a note, and it says, like, this person needs an animal for I don't life. think you need to go. You can do it online, I think. Oh, what? Yeah. So they got rid of it. Hey, side note, for this is real estate related. Um, you know, for you renters out there, if you ever wanted to bring a dog or, like, a pet to a, a rental this might be bad, like, as landlords, uh-huh. I, I don't know if I want to spread this. But anyway, uh, you know, if they, if you're trying to rent somewhere that doesn't allow pets, and if you have an emotional support animal, uh-huh. they are re- required to allow to let, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so you bring your dogs wherever you want. Um, <laughs> Seattle. But yeah, so I, I don't know if we're going to be able to bring her, which is sad, because we never Aww. spend any time away. Yeah, but, like, you have so many roommates. So I know, <laughs> yeah, we have, we have a lot of options to, yeah. like, pawn her off. So when are you going? I think February. Oh, nice. Okay. Something like that. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So that's that. And then my, my Rose, um, one of my roommates, Alex, uh, or like I own the house with him here. Um, he grew a bunch of tomatoes. I don't know if you tried any of them. I think you're going to say the other thing that he's been growing. Oh, I mean, <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he has a green thumb. Let's just say that. <laughs> no, the tomatoes though. The really, tomatoes. really good. <laughs> Really? <laughs> he's like a good he's very he loves gardening and he grew these really good tomatoes they're yeah. like heirloom heirloom tomatoes there there's a bunch of different varieties of them and um they're super good yeah uh, i made a pasta dish with them the nice. other day and they were it came it was the best pasta dish i've ever made in my life and it was because those tomatoes were so good yeah 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 so i vouch for that Cool. Um, okay, so we're going to talk about today, it might be a shorter episode, but we're, we're just going to talk about like some crazy stories that we have, uh, like crazy um, showing experiences or like houses mm-hmm. that we've been to, um, just like experiences as um, representing buyers. Yeah. I'll go first because I literally only have one. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm fresh to the industry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know Josh has, has several, but um, so my clients my last clients that i was working with they went to uh where did we go we went to renton and we like saw this condo and it was like freshly renovated um like brand new flooring like the kitchen had all new appliances it was like pretty big like three bedroom two bath or something um so we started driving there right but like when you walk when you get into the property it doesn't look anything like the inside of the condo it was it was kind of like it was kind of like if you look at a campground and they kept the same layout, but instead of the places for the tents, there were condos. <laughs> so, so, like, basically, um, the condo property layout was, like, a campground. Like, there were, like, letters. I don't know how to describe this without, like, I don't know. But it just looked like a campground. Like, there were dumpsters, like, in random places. And, like, there were a couple basketball courts that were, like, pretty dirty and, like, mossed over. And, like... It's kind of like a KOA campground type of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. like the, you were, like, they should be... There should be yurts here. It's, like, sprawling. Was yeah. it, like, one story? Yeah. They were all one-story yeah. condos. And it was, like, a really wide, like, property. Um, and there were just, like, kids, like, running around everywhere. Um, anyway, so we go inside the condo. We check it out. The inside looks pretty good. But then when we walk outside, um, so each building has two units. Like, they're, like, duplexes. 
when we came outside to go back to the car, um, the neighbors came outside. And then the neighbor, the look on the neighbor's face that I will never forget, um, it was, like, two women in bathrobes with slippers. <laughs> and, like, basically in The Simpsons, it's, like, those sisters. Okay. Like, Marge's sisters, those twins. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's, I like, that. Right. And they were also smoking and just staring at us. Like, nice. we were just, like, foreign people. I don't know. It was, like, the funniest thing ever. We were all just, like, so shocked that they were just, like, like sitting in their, like, garden chairs just, like, smoking and looking at us. <laughs> <laughs> we got back to the car and we just, like, laughed because that was just, like, it was, like, a really funny experience. Nice. Yeah. They didn't want to buy that place? No, they didn't want to. <laughs> we didn't go for it. But <laughs> but it did uh, did go pending, like, literally the day after. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a hot market. Yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Neighbors look really nice. So. Nice. Uh, um... Cool. Yeah. I've been I've been to a couple condo buildings like that mm-hmm. where it's like really sprawling. There was one in West Seattle mm-hmm. that I showed a few places um to one of my clients and they had all been on the market for like 200 days. Oh wow. And I was wondering why and uh the whole complex of like 300 units had like every unit had a special assessment of like a hundred and fifty thousand. Oh wait, that's the one we went to together. Oh yeah, did Remember? we? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, totally. Remember they were like super nice, but then like you're reading the yeah, like, MLS and you're like, actually, you they were like unsellable because like condos themselves were only like three hundred. They were so yeah. cheap. They were so nice. They were like two stories. Actually, some of them are still on sale now. Like I believe it. Yeah, it's wild. Because that's not that problem doesn't go away. No, like and you have to pay that cash. Like yeah. that's who has a hundred fifty thousand dollars laying around for a special assessment. So like, uh, for you guys that don't know, a uh, special assessment is something that happens with condominiums uh, and sometimes townhouses, but you, mostly condos. Uh, like it, basically a condo, um, you pay dues and it goes into like a savings account for maintenance. So like if the roof needs repair everybody's been paying every month that they've lived there and they use that, those funds to repair the roof or, you know, the driveway or whatever. And uh, if something comes up, like a maintenance thing that needs addressing and there's not enough funds, they'll do a special assessment. Mm-hmm. And so everybody that lives there is required to pay. And so basically that happens, like, when a condo management, or like, the association is, like, not managing it well and they should be figuring out a better budget, but they, they didn't. You should have been planning for it like 10 yeah, years exactly. ago, yeah, but they didn't. Yeah. And sometimes these buildings are like self-managed by the owners and like everybody wants low dues. Right. So, you know, it's understandable how it happens, but yeah, in this case, the assessment was like almost half of the value of like what the units were actually worth. And yeah. So obviously like people can't afford that. And then uh, you can you can pay. There's like payment plans. There are, yeah. Yeah, but still, if you're trying to sell your unit and it has like that huge assessment on top of it, good luck. Yeah, that's kind of the bad thing about condos. Like, if your HOA is not great at their jobs, like it's gonna make your life really tough. So that's really important to look through the reserves definitely very carefully before you put an offer in for a condo. Yeah, there's like an aspect of it that's kind of out of your control, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, as the buyer though, you can do your due diligence and kind of figure that out. I forgot out. about that, that we went to That's funny. That. that was you. I didn't even wow, realize thanks. that. Yeah. <laughs> Worst <laughs> agent ever. No, I'm kidding. Josh is great. I... <laughs> <laughs> we ended up finding a place with no special assessments. Yeah. So yeah. It worked out. It seems like a good place. Yeah. Um, uh, I have a few stories. Um, I'll talk about like an interesting experience I had just showing a house, um, kind of like a wacky 
experience. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I scheduled this showing and it, this, you can schedule showings online, like especially with COVID, it's become the norm lately. And it's just like, an you know, there's a software interface where you can schedule and it's supposed to alert the homeowners if they are not, you know, if they're living there, then they want to know like when people are coming so they can leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of times houses are vacant, but not always. And I don't always check because I just assume like it's oh, going to really? work, right? Oh, you don't check. You know, it's like yeah. in mo- 99% of the time it does, you know, yeah. like I show up, it's I'm on time for the appointment. The homeowner's not there. You know, it works out. So we, we show up at this house and it's like right off the bat, I can tell this is like a weird, <laughs> a weird showing from the start because the house has not been like prepared for sale. Oh no. Like, you know, there's like trash in the yard Ooh, and stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's not like, it's not like a dump, but it's like, they could have just easily done a few things to like make it look a little nicer, yeah. you know? Yeah. We go inside, and uh, my buyer, like, right away, she's like, is anybody here? <laughs> like, whispering. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think so, but I'll, like, check, you know, I'll, like, you know, open the doors first or something, <laughs> you know. And then, uh, so we were just, like, walking around, and uh, no, it, it didn't seem like, you know, nobody was home. And then um, we get upstairs, like, we looked at the entire house, literally, and then, like, the last room. She, like, goes in and opens the door first, and she, like, looks back at me, like, literally, like, so in shock. She's like, is somebody sleeping? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so then we're obviously at that point, like, I knew she didn't like the house, like, basically by the moment we got there, so we just left immediately. We're, like, walking out the door, and then, uh, like, this other lady's, like, coming in the door when we're going out, and I was like, oh, she's gonna be like, why are you here when, like, my husband's here sleeping or something? And she wasn't. She didn't speak very, um, she didn't speak English very well, but she was just like, oh, do you like the house? Like, do you want to make an offer? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm just like, okay. Uh, talk to your agent, um, but we're going to leave now. So, so basically <laughs> their agent did a terrible job on how to like prepare for showing. That's like definitely case study of like, that's what not to what do. What not okay. to do. Dude, that is so wild. Yeah, that's probably like the most interesting like just like weird quirky i had a pretty similar one actually i like went to we went to see a condo and like the guy the seller's agent was like okay text the homeowner when you're gonna get there so he can leave so i like texted him saying hey like john or whatever we'll be there at 5 30 and he's like he's like he was like really crabby he's like you sure you can you sure you want to come at this time like it's when i have dinner and i'm like <laughs> i was like you're thinking in my head you want to sell this place or not so we like actually changed it to eight and he was still being crabby. Like, I was like, okay, we're going to come to eight. And he's like, well, make it quick because, like, I want to be home by, like, whatever. And, like, <laughs> like, it was just, like, the crabbiest dude. And I'm just thinking in my head, like, man, like, like, do you want to sell your, your place? Or, like, what's happening? So, I don't know. Basically, if you're a seller and you have property, like, you know, do some prep. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know everybody can't do it, but, like. It, little goes a long way, though. Yeah, no. I mean, everybody can, like, prepare their home to sell. But I was going to say, like, um, if you can move out of your house before you sell, mm. that's really ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, and just have it, like, staged. It's vacant. People can go in and out whenever they want. Yeah. That's going to be the best experience for the buyers. And it's going to get the most people through the house and probably be beneficial for you. Yeah, I know it's money. tough, though, because, like, yeah. you, then you potentially have, like, two mortgages or, like, rent and a mortgage. Mm-hmm. But um, if you can, I think that's, like, worthwhile for sure. Mm-hmm. 
Um, another interesting, I've, I've been to some in- really interesting houses mm-hmm. just on showings. Um, one in particular, there was this, uh, this, it's, it's, it's a man, it's definitely a mansion. Uh, it, it's like, uh, it's, it's in the Richmond Highlands, if anybody knows where that is. Yeah, it's like by Richmond. Yeah, like by Richmond Beach. Kind of, yeah. yeah, it's like kind of close to that golf course that has like a gated, it's like a gated community. Yeah, it's right? a gated community yeah. that's like their golf course. Right. Um, they're all like estates. They have they all the houses like have like a significant amount of land down there. They have like a private beach. It's insane. They have like a storage for like their boats and stuff. Wow. Um, it's it's a cool community. So this house, I can't remember off the top of my head who it was built by, but it was built by somebody interesting. I don't know that did something. But it's, like, this crazy... It used to be, like, 10,000 square feet. Mm-hmm. And then um, the house I was showing, it, it was, like... It was, like, the guest quarters or something at some point. And then, like, they split it into two houses because it's literally, like, so big. Uh-huh. Um, and it was all... It all needed to be updated. I mean, it, it was listed for, like, $3 million, but it needed, like, another $3 million in oh, updates. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but it's all like stone and like has this like art that's like oh, wow. imported from different places and like giant fountain in the front yard and stuff. Pretty interesting house. Um, they didn't put an offer in though. They didn't. Mm. Um, I think only because the, it really needed a lot of work. Like yeah. it, it was like built, I don't know, 70, probably a hundred years ago or something. Oh, wow. And not much had been done to it Dang, since then. Yeah. yeah. It that even had like an awesome. it had a it had an elevator. What? It had a parking garage. Yeah. Ooh. And for <laughs> none of that to be like upkept. That's I like know, a lot yeah, of it's money. a ton of it's a ton of work. Dang. But it was really beautiful. Like a lot of stone that's work cool. and stuff. Um and then yeah, my my last crazy story, uh this is kind of like a cautionary tale, I okay. suppose. Um I had a buyer once that made an offer with an escalation contingency uh-huh. and so what what that is at the escalation is it's a a clause you can include in your offer if you think you're going to be competing with a, other buyers and it says that i'm it says like you're willing to pay x amount more than the next highest offer up to a certain like maximum so for example you make an offer for three hundred thousand, and you're you'll say, "I'm willing to pay five thousand more than the next highest buyer, up to three hundred fifty thousand." So, like, if you have a competing offer at three hundred twenty-five thousand, you would pay five thousand more, so you pay five thirty. Mm-hmm. It's like very similar to the eBay auctioning thing. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you know, if you got an offer at like, if they had a competing offer at like three sixty then you wouldn't pay more than what your maximum was. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the uh, terms in that in that contingency is that if there is a competing offer, the listing agent has to provide you a copy of that offer to mm-hmm. prove that it's real. Otherwise, they could just say they have a competing offer yeah. and say, yeah, you're, con- you're escalating because of this. Um, so this listing agent, she, she was like, yeah, there's a competing offer for this amount. So I'm like sending you back the contract with the escalation to like sign off on like how much it escalated by. I'm like, okay, can you provide me with the offer? Yeah. And then she was just being like super sketchy about it and like didn't provide it to me for like two days, which is a super long time in this type of situation. What? Yeah, no. And then like, 
I'm at that point I was convinced she was lying and she eventually sent me an offer and it was written by somebody else in her office. Oh my gosh, really? Which is like totally like you could lose your license. That's like total fraud. Like Um, she like asked someone to write write it off. Yeah, I think so. Dude, what happened? Uh, well, I told my buyer to move on from that. Yeah. I mean, we, I was like, I don't care. It's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah, It's just not worth it. And like, they were a little disappointed, but I, I I mean, that just didn't seem. It's better to just move on and find something else that's a cleaner transaction than to deal with that BS. Cause Yeah. yeah, I had like a similar one too. Like put in an offer and we like, my client got approved by a credit union and like the agent like called me and he was like. I never heard of this, like, credit union. Like, have you ever worked with them before? Like, I don't trust them. That's and, really weird. And I was just like, like, dude, like, we're literally, like, offering you, like, I don't know what your deal is. He tried to, like, get us, he tried to get us to, like, switch lenders, like, with my offer. And I was like, you know what? That's way too much work. It's not even worth it. So, yeah, it seems weird. Some, seems yeah, weird. Some agents are just, like, up to no good. Or I feel have, like, yeah, not all. Yeah. Definitely not or some. They have, like, second incentives. I feel like he was trying to get me to use one of his lenders or something. And he must have. Yeah, had, maybe like, he has, like, some sort of incentives. I know. To do that. It's weird. There are yeah. just some agents out there that are just like, huh. Interesting stuff. Yeah, we're not like that, though. So. Yeah, no, definitely not. No. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Okay, yeah. I thought this was going to be one of our shorter episodes. Oh, wow. We went 20 minutes. The whole 21 minutes for you guys. All right. Well, I think that's all we got, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as always, if um, if you guys have questions about any, you know, you just want to talk or, like, you wanna, you're want you interested in buying or selling real estate, hit us up. You yep. know, our information's in the bio. Um, but, yeah, we'd be happy to talk to you. Thanks for listening. Thanks.